Abstain from the evils. Abstain from the evils if you want to find the loving beloved. Abstain from the evils. This is a bhajan of Sanchi's on page 220. Except Nam, nothing else will go with you. Without the perfect Satguru, who else will save you in the divine court? Becoming a lawyer, he fights for you. Becoming a lawyer, he fights. He himself gets his souls freed. Abstain from evils if you want to avoid the hells. If you want to avoid the hells, meditate on the Nam of the Satguru. Repeat the Nam so that your ship gets across. Repeat the Nam so you get the darshan of the Satguru. Sisters, brothers, mother and father, all are according to the past karmas. Thus all the relatives and friends have gotten together. Fall at the door of the saints. Fall at the door of the saints. Otherwise the Maya has laid a trap for you. Abstain from the evils if you want to meet the Lord. If you want to meet the Lord, give up lust anger, greed, attachment, and kill the ego and vanity. If you want to meet the Lord, abstain from the evils. What a creation you have created, O giver. No one has found your limit. The gods and goddesses and the Vedas sing your praises. Kirpal walked over to a jave to give him nam and make him understand. Abstain from the evils. Abstain from the evils. If you want to find the loving beloved, abstain from the evils. Abhajan on page 220. <laughs> Padiato bacha sajana, padiato bacha sajana, padiato bacha sajana, jetu labnari pritam pyara, padiato bacha sajana. Padiyato Pajasajana Namato Bagera Sajana Terei Nalakovina Javei Namato Bagera Sajana Terei Nalakovina Javei Pure sat guru to bina vicha, dargade kona churave. Pure sat guru to bina vicha, dargade kona churave. Banake bakil jagare yo. Banake vakila jagare, rua apaniya apachurave, badiyato bacha sajana, 
Narakatho Pachanaje Narakatho Pachanaje Satguru da Nam Japale Terabera Hojai Para Nam Japale then hoje satguru dadi dar naam japale padiya to bach sajna padiya to bach sajna jetu labnare pritam pyara Badiyato bacha sajna Badiyato bacha sajna Pichleya karma de bahena Pai te ma piyo sare Pichleya karma de bahena Pai te ma piyo saare Kate hoge rala milke rishate Darate bai chare Kate hoge rala milke Darate bai chare Santa de dar digapay to Santa de dar digapay Nate maya ne jala bichaya Badiato bacha sajana Milna jay malikanu Milna jai malikanu Kam khrod lo mochra ke Kam khrod lo mochra ke Hume hang tha maari ve Milna jai milna jai malikanu Padiya to pacha sajna Padiya to pacha sajna Jetu labnare pritam pyara Padiya to pacha sajna Padiya to pacha sajna Rachana rachai datiya thera Anta kisteina paya Rachana rachai datiya thera Anta kisteina paya Kona tenu devi devate thera Yasha Veda Negaya Gona Tenu Devi Devate Tera Yasha Veda Negaya 
ਆਇਆ ਕਿਰਪਾਲ ਚਲ ਕੇ ਜੀ ਆਇਆ ਕਿਰਪਾਲ ਚਲ ਕੇ ਨਾਮ ਦੇਖੇ ਜਾਇਬ ਸਮਝਾਈਆ ਪਰਿਆ ਤੋ ਬਚ ਸਜਨਾ ਅਦਿਆ ਤੋ ਬਚ ਸਜਨਾ ਅਦਿਆ ਤੋ ਬਚ ਸਜਨਾ ਜੇਤੂ ਲਬ ਨਾਰੀ ਪ੍ਰੀਤਮ ਖਿਆੜਾ ਪਰਿਆ ਤੋ ਬਚ ਸਜਨਾ ਅਦਿਆ ਤੋ ਬਚ ਸਜਨਾ abstain from the evils abstain from the evils if you want to find the loving beloved abstain from the evils and our next bhajan is sanchi's bhajan roba jyotpa di hai on page 218 the light of god has come everybody give congratulation i am laughing heartily and telling everyone door to door I'm telling everyone door to door that the beautiful one has come. Today all the gods and goddesses are celebrating happiness and the fairies are singing bhajans. The whole world is congratulating in happiness and is celebrating festivities in the homes. The face can't help but smile. The brightness of the light is overwhelming. The glare is in my eyes. The friends are getting together and saying the divine light has come being different from the world. A light has come in the home of Father Hukum Singh and Mother Gulab Devi. His name is Kripal and he is a model for the world. He came and removed the darkness from a jab. I am happy to reside in 16 PS. The light of God has come. everybody give congratulation i am laughing heartily and telling everyone door to door i'm telling everyone door to door that the beautiful one has come a bhajan of sanchis on page 218 jyotirapadi hai sare dio ji badai ni me kire 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 hans di fira te gar gar das di fira aaya sona me gar gar das di fira me das di fira chot rab di hai sare di ajeeb dai ni me kire 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 hans di fira ਸ਼ਗਨ ਮਨੋਂ ਦਿਆ ਨੀ ਮੇ ਦਿਲ ਵਿੱਚ 
ਦਿਲ ਵਿੱਚ ਹੰਸ ਦੀ ਫਿਰਾ ਤੇ ਗਰ ਗਰ ਦਸ ਦੀ ਫਿਰਾ ਆਇਆ ਸੋਨਾ ਮੈਂ ਗਰ ਗਰ ਦਸ ਦੀ ਫਿਰਾ ਮੈਂ ਦਸ ਦੀ ਫਿਰਾ ਜੋਤ ਰਾਬ ਦੀ ਹੈ ਆਈ ਸਾਰੇ ਦੀਓ ਜੀ ਬਦਾਹੀ ਨੀ ਮੈਂ ਕੀਰ 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 ਹੰਸ ਦੀ ਫਿਰਾ ਤੇ ਕਰ ਕਰ ਦਸ ਦੀ ਫਿਰਾ ਆਇਆ ਸੋਨਾ ਮੈਂ ਕਰ ਕਰ ਦਸ ਦੀ ਫਿਰਾ ਮੈਂ ਦਸ ਦੀ ਫਿਰਾ ਹੰਸ ਹੰਸ ਕਰ ਮੁਕ ਜਾਲੀਆ ਨ ਜਾਏ ਤੇ ਚਿਹਰੇ ਉਤ ਚਮਕਾ ਪੈਂਦੀਆ ਹੰਸ ਹੰਸ ਕਰ ਮੁਕ ਜਾਲੀਆ ਨ ਜਾਏ ਤੇ ਚਿਹਰੇ ਉਤ ਚਮਕਾ ਪੈਂਦੀਆ ਆਇਆ ਇਹ ਲਾਹੀ ਨੂਰ ਜਗ ਤੋਂ ਨਿਆਰ ਬਨ ਮਿਲ ਕੇ ਸਹੇਲੀਆ ਕਹਿੰਦੀਆ ਨੀ ਮੈਂ ਪਾਜ ਬਾਜ 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 ਦਾਕ ਦੀ ਫਿਰਾ ਤੇ ਗਾਰ ਗਾਰ ਦਸ ਦੀ ਫਿਰਾ ਆਇਆ ਸੋਨਾ ਮੈਂ ਗਾਰ ਗਾਰ ਦਸ ਦੀ ਫਿਰਾ ਮੈਂ ਦਸ ਦੀ ਫਿਰਾ ਜੋਤ ਰਾਬ ਦੀ ਹੈ ਆਈ ਸਾਰੇ ਦੀਓ ਜੀ ਬਦਾਈ ਨੀ ਮੈਂ ਕੀਰ ਕੀਰ ਹੀਰਾ ਪੀਤਾ ਇਹ ਕੰਮ ਸਿੰਘ ਮਾਤ ਇੱਕ ਲੱਭ ਤੇ ਵਿਗਾਰ ਵਿੱਚ ਚਾਨਣ ਆ ਗਿਆ ਨਾਮ ਕਿਰਪਾਲ ਬੰਨ ਜਗ ਤੇ ਮਿਸਾਲ ਆ ਜਬ ਦੇਹ ਨੇਰਾ ਤਾ ਗਿਆ ਸੋਲ ਪੀਅਸ ਸੋਲ ਪੀਅਸ ਵਸ ਦੀ ਫਿਰਾ ਗਰ ਗਰ ਦਸ ਦੀ ਫਿਰਾ ਆਇਆ ਸੋਨਾ ਮੈਂ ਕਰ ਗਰ ਦਸ ਦੀ ਫਿਰਾ ਮੈਂ ਦਸ ਦੀ ਫਿਰਾ ਜੋਤ ਰਾਬ ਦੀ ਹੈ ਆਈ ਸਾਰੇ ਦੀਓ ਜੀ ਬਦਾਈ ਨੀ ਮੈਂ ਕੀ ਕੀ ਹੈ ਹੀਰ ਕੀ ਰਹਾਂਸ ਦੀ ਫਿਰਾ ਤੇ ਘਰ ਘਰ ਦਸ ਦੀ ਫਿਰਾ ਆਇਆ ਸੋਨਾ ਮੈਂ ਘਰ ਘਰ ਦਸ ਦੀ ਫਿਰਾ ਮੈਂ ਦਸ ਦੀ ਫਿਰਾ The light of God has come everybody give congratulation I am laughing heartily and telling everyone door to door I'm telling everyone door to door that the beautiful one has come. This first reading is a farewell talk that Sanchi gave at the conclusion of a program in Bombay, India in January of 1996. 
talk was printed in the October 2001 Sampani magazine under the title Continue in the Remembrance. And Sanchi says, Salutations unto the feet of Supreme Father, Lord Almighty Sawan and Karpal, for giving us the opportunity to do his devotion. We should always make this prayer, this request at the feet of Almighty, all capable Karpal, that he may always give us the opportunities to do the devotion that he may always give us the wealth of the devotion, and that he may always keep us involved in doing his devotion, because he always loves his devotees. Yesterday, Kabir Saab lovingly told us, O Kabir, having the darshan of the sadhu, we remember God Almighty. Whatever time we spend in his company is counted in our devotion. All other moments are not counted anywhere. So only those days in our life, those moments are very precious, which we spend in the company of the Master, the beloved of God who does the meditation. So whatever time we spend in his company, only that is counted as our devotion. All the other days which we live are not counted in our devotion. I was very happy to attend this program. Many dear ones have gained a lot from this program, and I hope that they will maintain this. We can maintain whatever we have been given in the programs only if we continue doing our bhajan and simran, even after going back to our homes. So I hope that when you return home, you will continue doing your bhajan and simran, so that whatever you have gained can be maintained. In all the programs which I attend, whether they are in America or in India, in front of the Westerners or the Indian dear ones, I always remind all the dear ones, and I always repeat the words of beloved Lord Kripal. <coughs> He used to say, we should give up hundreds of important works to attend the satsang, and we should give up thousands of important works to sit for meditation. He, he also used to say that we should not feed our body unless we have fed our soul. Just as the food which we eat nourishes our body, so the food for our soul is the meditation of the Shabad Nam. And you know how the body becomes weak if we don't eat food for one day. So in the same way, our soul also has been very hungry. She has not been getting food, and for ages and ages she has been starving. That is why he used to say, until you have fed your soul with the food of the meditation, you should not eat the food for your body. Just like today, when I am physically going away from you, <clears throat> once when my beloved Lord Karpal was going away physically, even though in the form of the Shabd he was always with me, I cried and I wept in front of him. So he asked me, Why are you crying? Why are you weeping? Do you think that I am going away from you? You should weep only when I go away from your within and only when I don't help you in the within.
So, dear ones, even now he has kept his word and he is fulfilling his promise. Very clearly we can have his darshan and he is always helping us. He is always present within us. So, dear ones, when you go back home, you should not think that your duty has ended just by attending the program and that now when you go back to your home, you don't have any duty. You should always continue to be in the remembrance of the Master and you should always be doing the Simran. When you breathe in, you should do the Simran and when you breathe out, your Simran should go on happening. With every single breath, with every single moment, you should remember the form of the Master and you should do the Simran. Also, whatever worldly responsibilities you have gotten according to your own karmas, while attending to those worldly responsibilities, you have to do your bhajan and simran. You should also attend the satsangs and keep the diary which our beloved Lord has given to us for improving ourselves. We should make our life according to the instructions of the masters. I wish all of you a safe journey back home. I pray to Almighty Lord Kripal that all of you may reach your homes safely and happily so that over there <coughs> I pray to Almighty Lord Kripal that all of you may reach your homes safely and happily so that over there in the Sangat you may share the love of the Master. And this next talk is from 18 years earlier than that, from September of 1978. This is, was a talk Sanchi gave after a morning meditation at the ashram in village 77RB. And the questioner asks, or the questioner begins by saying, in America, Sometimes it seems that the people don't have respect for satsang when the master isn't physically there. <clears throat> some are inattentive, some fall asleep, and I've even seen some people lay down on the floor during satsang. And I'd like Sanchi to comment on attending satsang when the master isn't physically present. And Sanchi says, when Satgurus allow us to do satsang, when they order us to do satsang, in that way, they are sending a lot of their grace to us. In any class, if the teacher goes away for some time, those who are wise children will just keep doing their work as they were doing in the presence of the teacher. But mischievous boys will start talking or fighting with each other or tearing the books apart, or things like that. When the teacher comes back, then some people will complain to him that a particular boy did this or that. But the teacher knows everything about the wise children and about the mischiev mischievous children also. And now you can think, whom will he respect and appreciate? He will definitely respect and appreciate the children who worked on the lesson that he gave them during his absence. And the children who were mischievous 
will not be appreciated by the teacher. He knows about both of them. In the same way, when the Sant Satguru is not physically present in the satsang, it is like the teacher going away from the class for a few minutes and then coming back. If we do not sit according to his commandments during his absence, we are not pleasing him. He knows everything about us, and he will definitely appreciate those who remain in the discipline in the satsang. There is a vast difference between the worldly teacher and the master, because master is shabd, and he has taken on the body only to explain things to the people. But always he is present everywhere. He is looking at every single action of ours, in satsang or any other place. That's why those who remain in discipline in the satsang, and those who sit with respect, only they are appreciated by the Master. In the satsang, a lot of grace of Master comes. Graciously, the Masters have allowed us to sit in their remembrance in the form of satsang, because they want us to do the devotion of God, even when they are not physically present there. One more example to understand this. Suppose the father of two sons goes to a foreign country, and while he is gone, he writes them letters, telling them what to do and giving them good advice. One of the sons keeps all the letters which are received from his father in good shape, and he covers them with a handkerchief or piece of cloth and burns incense in front of them. In a way, he is worshipping the letters from his father. But the other boy, no doubt he keeps all the letters protected, but whatever is written in the letters, he lives according to that. Whatever the father writes, to remain in the discipline and to work, according to that he works and he remains in the discipline. But the other boy doesn't put the writings of those letters into practice. Instead, he is just worshipping those letters respecting the words, but not acting on them. Then the father comes back and calls both his sons and asks them, What did you do with my letters? The one who was worshipping the letters brings them all to him, well protected, and says, Father, I worship these letters. I burned incense in front of them. Always in the beginning of the day I would come and have the darshan of these things which you were sending, and I respected your letters very much. But the other son, when he was asked, replied, I kept all the letters received from you, but I did one more thing. Whatever you wrote me to do, I did. Now you can think, with whom will the father be pleased? He will definitely be pleased with the one who protected the letters and also worked according to his advice. With the other son, the father will not be so pleased because he didn't act according to what his father wanted. In the same way, when the master advises us and instructs us what to do through his letters or through his writings, the wise children of the master always work according to the instructions of the master, and they praise him. But other people just read the writings and don't think over it and don't act on it.
So that's why you people should always do your bhajan and simran according to the instructions of the master and always remain in the discipline of the satsang. Because in satsang, master is always present there. And it is a fact that whenever people sit in the remembrance of the master in satsang, the form of the master is present there. You will not see him physically, but always he is present there. You should always understand his presence there. Master Sawan Singh Ji used to say, Whatever Master orders you, you should obey his commandments. Obedience to his commandments is the only devotion of the disciple, the only worship of the disciple, and the only simran of the disciple. Maharaj Sawan Singh used to tell one story about a Muslim fakir in order to explain to us that we should always take the words of the Master to our heart and we should always obey them, no matter what. He used to say that there was one Muslim fakir who gave out one sentence. If the master wants you to wash your prayer mat in wine, you should not hesitate to do that. When that Muslim fakir said this, there was one Kazi, a priest, who came to him and said, This is not according to the law of our religion. It is a very bad thing to wash the prayer mat and wine. And this is a very bad thing for you to say. Explain to me why you have said this. That Muslim fakir replied, Well, I can't tell you anything more about this. I can't tell you anything more about this, but you should go to such and such a place where lives one of my disciples. Ask him and he will tell you what this line means. So that Kazi went to the disciple of the fakir and asked him, Your master has made this statement that if the master wants, you should even wash the prayer mat in wine, and you should not hesitate to do it. Please tell me, why did your master make this statement? What is the meaning of this? Now the disciple said, I cannot give you any reply to this, but if you want to get the reply, you should go to a certain town and he told him the name, and there you will find one prostitute. You go to her and ask her, and she will tell you. And in that way you will know the meaning of this sentence said by the master. The Kazi was confused and said, What type of fakirs are they? One says that you should wash the prayer mat in wine. The other says you should go to the prostitute. He was confused, but he was intelligent. And he thought, let me go and see what is happening with the prostitute. So he went to her house, but she was not there. The people who were there thought, he looks like a good man. Let us present a new girl to him so that he will give us more money. In the house of the prostitute there lived a young girl who had been sold by some bandits to that prostitute and had been brought up by her. They presented that girl to the Kazi, thinking that he would give them a lot of money. Now this was the first time that the girl had been presented to any man. She was very shy and started weeping when she came into the room where the Kazi was sitting. The Kazi thought, if she is a prostitute, she should have just come to me and welcomed me and loved me and things like that. There is some secret behind this. 
Let me ask her who she is and why she is feeling shy. So he asked her, Tell me, what is wrong with you and why are you crying? The girl replied, Up until now I have been innocent. I have not had to face any man. But I am separated from my family and my father, and I am afraid that today I am stepping into hell, and I don't know how I will be punished by God. That's why I am afraid, and I am crying. That Kazi, who was a religious man, felt pity for her, and asked her about her family. She replied that during the revolution she had been separated from her family. When the Kazi heard that, he at once remembered his family, because he was also ruined in the same revolution. And he asked her, what was the name of your village? And she replied, I don't know exactly, but it was something like this. And she mentioned some name, and that was the very village of the Kazi. When he realized that she was from his village, his curiosity increased more and more, and he got the courage to ask her more about her family and herself. So then he asked her, Do you remember what the name of your father was? And she said, I don't remember exactly, but I think it was something like this. And it was exactly the same name of the Kazi. So in that way, the Kazi and his daughter were reunited after a long separation. And then the Kazi realized that that was the meaning of the statement, that whatever the saints say, you should just go ahead and do it, no matter what it means at that moment. Whatever they say, it is good for you. He got his daughter, and when he came back to the Muslim fakir, he requested him to say the other half of the couplet. He said to the fakir, Now I understand what you meant, that we should not hesitate in coming in following the commandments, no matter what he says. Now please tell me the other half of the couplet. <clears throat> then the Muslim fakir finished the couplet and said, Whatever statement the master makes, even if you think it goes against the teachings of the masters, still you should do it, because master is all conscious, and he knows what you want. He has his own way of explaining things to you, that's why you should never hesitate in obeying the commandments of the Master, no matter in what way they are presented to you. You should always go ahead and do whatever he wants you to do. Whatever he utters from his mouth is good for you. Whenever we are doing, whenever we are doing satsang, we should understand that we are doing our master's satsang. And this is my personal experience, that in all satsangs, Master himself is present there. In 16 P.S. Ashram, some dear ones were meditating with me. In those days, many dear ones meditated with me. <clears throat> they worked very hard and became practically successful. Each one signed a paper saying that he would get up at 12 or at 1. Once it so happened that they asked me, we are getting up early in the morning, and we are staying up all night and meditating and doing so much hard work, and we don't know whether Master is aware of this or not. I said, this is my personal experience, that Master is looking at what we are doing. He is aware of every single minute that we are spending in his remembrance. They asked, how do we know that he knows whether we are meditating or 
or we are sleeping? How do we know that he is always present here? So I said, all right. If you want to have this experience, you will have it tonight. At your particular time, Master will come and wake you up. And then during your meditation, you will know that he is present with you. So they asked me, how will we know that he is present there and that he has awakened us? I told them, that depends on your truth and your purity. Whatever amount of truth and purity you have within, according to that, you will feel his presence and you will see that he has come and awakened you. So that night, everyone sat for meditation. I was underground and the other people were sitting for meditation in another room. At whatever time they had fixed, Master came there and called them, Now get up. When they got up and sat for meditation, whenever they felt drowsy and their head would tilt forward, Master would bring their head back. If anybody was falling over, Master brought him back in the right position. In that way, three or four hours passed during the meditation time. Master was always present there and always bringing them back to the right position whenever they were feeling sleepy. They were tired of all these changes because whenever they, med whenever they meditated before, if they leaned forward, nobody was there to bring them back. So they were at rest and very comfortable. But on that particular night, because Master was there and Master was always bringing them back, they got tired because they had to sit straight and couldn't sleep in their meditation. When they got up from the meditation, I came up and asked them, Dear ones, tell me, did you feel the presence of Master here? Did Master come and do anything for you? And they said, Yes, Master did come, and he helped us in our meditation. But if he is going to come like this, then we are going to leave this place, because we cannot do the meditation like he wants us to do. It is my personal experience that whenever we remember the Master, he is always present there, helping us. Sundardas, I have told you about him before, how his leg was burnt and he was not aware of it, used to say that whenever he slept on comfortable beds, somebody would say to him, Sundardas, you are sleeping on such a comfortable bed that you will not be able to get up in time for meditation. But he would reply, I don't bother about that because Master will come and wake me up. He always used to say, Master comes and wakes me up. Because he lived with me for many years, I saw that he would always get up exact, he would always get up at exactly the same time each night at one o'clock. It is because we are lacking in love for the Master that we do not feel his presence in the satsang in other places. If we grow in love and devotion for him, if our love becomes greater, then he will take responsibility for us and will definitely come in the night and wake us up. And in the satsang also, he will always make us feel his presence. It is only because we do not have such love for him that we do not feel his presence. If we had that much love for him, he would work for us always. He has the orders from above to make us meditate. He has the orders to give us the means of livelihood, and he takes responsibility for all the dear ones who completely surrender to him.
So if we completely surrender to him, and if we always have much love for him, he will come and wake us up, and he will always make us feel that he is present. Moreover, whatever responsibility we have, he will carry that out. In our worldly work also, he will help us if we completely surrender to him. Many times I have said about Baba Bishandas that he was a perfect Mahatma who had attained the position of the second plane. The great thing about him was that he knew that there was something beyond the second plane. Many times Mahatmas who have attained the position of the second plane consider themselves the complete God. That's why they do not teach people about the other planes, and they always think there is nothing beyond what they have achieved. They think that they are all in all. But he knew that there was something beyond that, and that's why he always remained humble. He was competent up to the second plane. When I came to his feet, I lived in Shimla, and he lived in the Punjab. But I don't remember any night when he did not come to me and wake me at the time when I was supposed to get up. We should create love for the Master within. We should always feel the presence of the Master. Definitely he is always present, because when Master initiates us, he resides within us in the form of Shabd. He is always present within. In Rajasthan, people have the habit of smoking the hookah, the water pipe. And there was one person who was addicted to that who came and got initiation from Master. That dear one was a good friend of mine, and he had only good qualities except for this one thing, that he smoked the hookah. I took him to Master and introduced him, saying, He is my friend, and he has only good qualities, except he smokes the hookah. Master, says, Master said to him, Now you should give up smoking. He said, Yes, I would like to leave this. I don't know why I am so much caught up in this bad habit, but I would like to leave it. <coughs> Master said, All right. You promised me that you will never smoke in front of me, in my presence. And he said, yes, definitely, I can make that promise. From now on, I promise that I will never smoke in front of you. When he came back to his home, he broke that pipe and he decided never to smoke again. But once he was traveling to Ganganagar and he saw some other people smoking, and because of his mind, he also had the feeling that he should smoke. So he went to a shop and asked for one packet of cigarettes. In the rear of the shop there was a mirror, and when he asked for those cigarettes, he saw in the mirror the image of Master standing behind him, carrying a big stick. He was afraid, and he just ran away from that place without taking the cigarettes. He came to me and told me what had happened, and he said, I don't know whether it was true or whether it was just his image. I said, I can tell you that it was true. You should not feel that it was only because of your mind. It is true that Master came there and didn't want you to smoke. So for a few days he remembered that and he didn't smoke. But again his mind troubled him. So he made another hookah. He was going to the fields carrying the hookah in one hand 
in, in order to have a smoke. And he saw Master carrying two big sticks coming toward him. And Master hit him so that his hookah fell on one side and he fell down on the other side. After that, he was so afraid that he never touched the hookah. He came to me again and told me, there was some old man with a white beard, but I don't know whether he was master or not. I said, if you had more love for him, then you would have definitely seen him more clearly. Love for him, we can always see. If we have enough love for him, we can always see. If we have completely surrendered to him, we can always see how he is protecting us in his real form and how he keeps us away from bad habits. It is a question of love for him and complete surrender to him. And this last reading is from a question and answer talk that took place in Bombay in January of 1995. And the questioner asks, what is the significance of the many references in the bhajans to please tell the master <clears throat> not to desert the devotees? <clears throat> and Sanchi begins by saying, first of all, salutations unto the feet of almighty of that almighty lord who is capable of doing everything and who has given us the opportunity to sit in his remembrance guru nanak sab said that whenever you are going to start any new work any new thing first of all bow down your head in front of the master or the one whom you worship so that with his grace the work which you are starting may become successful. The humility which the masters have used or conveyed in their writings, the prayers or the pleas which they have made to their master is coming from that heart which is very pure and holy. And it is coming from that abode, from that being where the Shabd is manifested and where the stream of the Shabd is flowing. After going within, they have seen that their master is all in all. He is omnipresent. Outside, he is living among us like a person who goes on changing his forms. We see this all the time in this world. And you might have had such instances in your life also. Many times we have such experiences that Suppose there is an officer or a magistrate who is going to make a judgment. If our case is involved and if we meet him, we fold our hands. We request to him to please make the judgment in our favor. Even though we know that he has been appointed to do justice by the government, and he will do justice, but still we want him to do the favor for us. And when we make the prayer, when we request even to the worldly person, Still, he does the judgment in our favor. He showers grace upon us. Guru Nanak Sab said that we cannot compete with the husband. We cannot compete with the beloved Lord. Over there, only our humility and prayer can become successful. In the bhajans you hear, O Lord, I will not get even one like you. And for you, there are millions like me.
because the disciple cannot get a master who does the seva without charging anything, without expecting anything in return. We cannot get even one master like that. But when the Satguru comes, when the master comes, he makes a lot of sangat. He makes millions like us. Master Sawan Singhji used to tell a story to explain this thing further. He used to say that in the town, <clears throat> in one town, there used to live one master whose name was Beek. And he had an initiate who was very much devoted. And in a state of intoxication, in the love of his master, he was wandering in the streets of the city of Delhi, and he was repeating, O Beek, O Beek, hail Beek, on the earth it is Beek, in the water it is Beek, Beak is everywhere. So when he was praising his master like that, he got in trouble with the Qazis, the Muslim priests, who at that time were responsible for the religion. According to their religion, it was a very bad thing because no one was allowed to repeat the name of any human being as comparable to God Almighty. According to their religion, that was a very serious crime. So he was brought to the Qazis, but still he continued repeating the name of his master. He went on praising his master. So he was taken to Emperor Akbar, who was a very righteous, very good emperor at that time. So Akbar asked him, Why are you saying this? Why are you repeating the name of Beek? He said, He is my master. He is almighty. He is everywhere. That is why I am remembering him. I am calling his name. Emperor Akbar was a very wise emperor. At that time, the country was having a severe drought, and this caused a lot of problems with the grain, crops, and other foods. So Emperor Akbar asked that disciple of Beek, Can you ask your master to get rain for our country? And the disciple said, If you will set me free, if you will allow me, I will ask my master. The Qazis and the other people who had brought that disciple to Emperor Akbar thought, that disciple is just playing some kind of trick, and he wants to run away. And they told the emperor that he should not set him free. But Emperor Akbar was very wise, and he said, don't worry, he will not run away anywhere. He will come back here. So the disciple was set free, and he sat in meditation. He contacted his master within he made the prayer, and then he, pr he was promised that on the third day the rain will come. So he told the emperor that on the third day the rain will come. And the rain did come, and his promise was fulfilled. Emperor Akbar became so pleased, so happy, that he gave the ownership of 21 villages to that disciple of Beek. But the disciple said, I do not want anything of the worldly nature which is going to be destroyed. I don't want this thing. And he transferred that to his master Beek. Some other time, when he met his master, his master told him, When you had made the prayer, at that time your attention was in me, and at that time my attention was connected with Almighty Lord. If you had asked for anything, you would have been granted that. If you had said, Make me a God, or make me Almighty, God Almighty would have granted even that prayer. So the meaning of saying this is that whenever we make the prayers to the Master, 
whenever we make a plea to the Master, if it is coming from our sincere heart, and if our attention is completely absorbed in the Master, then always our prayers are accepted and they are answered. When the disciple looks at his own faults, then he comes to realize how many faults he has done. And if he will have to settle the account of all the mistakes he has done, it will become unbearable for him. That is why he makes this prayer to the Master. O oh, Master, before looking at the piece of paper where my accounts are written, forgive me, because if I should have to settle the accounts of all the faults I have done, I won't be able to do that. So before you look at my faults, forgive me. Kabir Saab also made this request to his Almighty Master. He said, O Lord, you are my true Father. I do all the faults hidden from the world, but from you nothing is hidden. First of all, the lust has attacked me and has made me ignorant, and he has controlled me. O Ram Rai, Lord Almighty, listen to my prayer. First of all, forgive me, and then ask me for the account. So, says Kabir, O oh, my beloved father Ram Rai, I have come in your refuge. So the bhajans which the masters have written are the humble prayers which they have made to their master. Master Sawan Singh Ji used to say that mind is an agent of negative power, and he is very strong. He never allows us to confess our mistakes. He never allows us to admit that we have made this fault or we have done that mistake. He used to say that if we would confess our faults, confess our mistakes, and ask for forgiveness, then there would be no other hurdle or other obstacle in our way to reach God Almighty. So through the bhajans written by the perfect masters, which are full of their humility, we can confess our faults. We can apologize for our mistakes, and we can also express our feelings to the Master. Otherwise, our mind is so strong that even though we make so many mistakes, we make so many faults, still he never wants to confess. He never wants to believe that he has done that. When the Masters live in this world, they are like a very small being a very small person, and very humbly they live their life. They behave like they are very small beings in front of us. Even though we see how much grace they shower upon us, many times when we are involved in an accident, we are saved by the Master. When we are in any kind of sickness, or when any problems come to us, we always feel and we always see that the Master has helped us. Many great instances of things like this continue to happen between the disciples and the masters. But when we go to the masters and tell them, Oh, Master, you have showered so much grace upon me. You did this for me, or you did that for me. They always say, No, I did not do this. It is all the grace of my beloved Master. Many times they will say, I am not capable of doing anything. I am just a lowly sinner. This is all the grace of the Master. So you see how much humility the Masters have within them. Even though they are capable of doing everything, and they are doing everything for us still, when we ask them or we tell them face to face, you have done this for us, they tell us, no, 
I have not done this. All the masters have said that the path through which our soul has to go is very narrow. It is one-tenth the size of a hair, and it is very narrow. So one has to become very thin, very humble, in order to cross that path and go to one's abode. Kabir Saab has said, suppose there is a very narrow path, which is one-tenth the size of a hair. If you bring in an elephant and ask him, and ask him or force him to go through that narrow path, no matter how much you beat him from behind, or no matter how much you try to tempt him, but still he will never attempt to go through that, because he knows that he is too big and the path is very narrow. But if you bring an ant, you do not need to do anything. The ant is very small, and it will easily go through that narrow path. So Kabir Saab says that if we remain small within ourselves, only then our surat, or attention can go within. So, dear ones, if you will always remain humble, if you will always make the prayers, then Hazur Kripal will definitely shower his grace upon us. Dear ones, we need him. He does not need the disciples. We need the master. The disciples always need the master. He is making the requests and prayers a million times more than us in front of his master. The reality is that when the masters give us the initiation, they take our soul and place it in the lap of their master and make this prayer. Now he has taken refuge in you. Forgive him. Now he is under your refuge. Many dear ones have got the opportunity to see that underground room where beloved Lord Kripal had asked me to go and meditate. When he gave me the order to go in that underground room, he told me that I had to open my eyes inwardly. He put his hands on my eyes and told me, You are to close them from outside and open them inwardly, and I will come to see you by myself. At that time, Shedding the loving tears, I made this request. I asked my master, O oh Lord, you have to protect me because the negative power is after me. You have to maintain my reputation. Please protect my honor. And the tape we're hearing is a satsang that Sanchi gave in January of 1980. And I believe we'll get to the end of it, and it's followed by a satsang given the following day. ਜਿਹੜੀ ਸਦਾ ਹੀ ਕਾਇਮ ਹੈ ਜਿਹੜੀ ਕਦੇ ਬਦਲਦੀ ਨਹੀਂ ਜਿਹੜੀ ਜਮਣ ਮਰਨ ਦੇ ਦੁੱਖਾਂ ਚ ਨਹੀਂ ਉਹ ਇੱਕ ਪਰਮਾਤਮਾ ਹੈ ਗੁਰੂ ਅਰਜਨ ਦੇਵ ਜੀ ਮਹਾਰਾਜ ਸੇ ਦੈਟ ਗੋਡ ਇਜ਼ ਟਰੂ ਗੋਡ ਇਜ਼ ਟਰੂ ਮੀਨਸ ਗੋਡ ਨੈਵਰ ਪੈਰਿਸ਼ਸ ਬਟ ਓਨਲੀ ਦ ਰੇਅਰ ਵਨਸ ਰੇਅਰ ਗੁਰੂ ਹੂ ਹੈਜ਼ ਦ ਗ੍ਰੇਸ ਆਫ ਦ ਮਾਸਟਰ ਐਂਡ ਹੂ ਹੈਵ ਰੀਅਲਾਈਜ਼ਡ ਗੋਡ ਓਨਲੀ ਦੇ ਹੈਵ ਓਨਲੀ ਦੇ ਕੈਨ ਨੋ ਦ ਸੀਕ੍ਰੇਟ ਐਂਡ ਓਨਲੀ ਦੋਸ ਗ੍ਰੇਟ those rare great personalities came and told us 
that there is one power which exists on this in this world always and which never perishes never destroys and that is god satya 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 sabki na kot madegne birlati na o parmatma सदा है वो सच है कदे नाश नहीं हुंदा फना नहीं हुंदा लेकिन करोड़ा दे विचों एक अदा महात्मा ही है कि जेड़ा उस परमात्मा दे नाल मिलाप करता है उस परमात्मा नु अपने अंदर प्रगट करता है गॉड इज ऑलवेज प्रेजेंट ही इज नेवर डिस्ट्रॉयड ही इज ऑलवेज प्रेजेंट देयर एंड ही इज अबाउट टू बस्ट एंड डेथ बट there are only few or rare are the mahatmas who come in the contact of god and those who become one with god kabir sahib kehnde hai singhon ke lehande nahi hansoon ki ni paant laalon ki ni boriyan saab na chale jamaat kabir sahib said that lions are not found in the groups in the same way swans also don't fly in the groups as you cannot find the gems as you cannot find the bags full of gems in the same way you cannot find the saints in you cannot find the groups of saints phala 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 tera roop ate sundar apare anup अर्जन देव जी महाराज का जो गुरु सेमदास पलिया की कौम अपने गुरु की तारीफ करते हैं कि इस वेले परमात्मा पलिया के रूप गुरु पले रामदास के रूप है बड़ा सोहना है बड़ा खूबसूरत है क्योंकि प्रेमी अपने गुरु जैसा कोई भी दुनिया के सोहना नजर नहीं आता हूँ गा the master of guru arjan dev guru ramdas belonged to the bala family and that is why guru arjan dev ji maharaj just said that the form of god at that of of that present time is in it, it belongs to the families of the bala and he is the most beautiful one and there is nobody who is more beautiful than than him because for the dear one his master is the most beautiful and to him nobody else looks beautiful than him that is master swami ji maharaj ne apne guru ki treef de vich likhya hai mere guru da koi sroop dekhe ho jaye hor parandri oh kende ke beshak pariyan nu lok badiyan sohniyan dasde hai kende hai lekin guru de sroop da oh barabari nahi kar sakdi regarding the form of master guru swami ji maharaj is written about his master that if anyone sees the form of my master he will even forget forget the beauty of the fairies he says that no doubt the fairies are very beautiful but if anyone sees the form of my master he may even forget the fairies nirmala 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 teri vaani कट कट सुनी श्रवण बख्या गुरु अर्जन देव जी महाराज उस परमात्मा की 
ਤਾਰੀਫ ਕਰਦੇ ਆ ਕਿ ਤੂੰ ਨਿਰਮਲ ਹੈ ਪਿਓਰ ਹੈ ਪਵਿੱਤਰ ਹੈ ਤੇਰੀ ਜੋ ਬਾਣੀ ਸੱਚਖੰਡ ਤੋਂ ਉੱਠ ਰਹੀ ਹੈ ਉਹ ਵੀ ਪਿਓਰ ਹੈ ਜੋ ਭਾਗਾਂ ਵਾਲੇ ਉਸ ਬਾਣੀ ਨੂੰ ਸੁਣਦੇ ਹੈ ਉਹ ਸ਼ਬਦ ਨੂੰ ਉਹ ਵੀ ਪਿਓਰ ਔਰ ਪਵਿੱਤਰ ਹੋ ਜਾਂਦੇ ਹੈ ਨਾ ਗੁਰੂ ਅਰਜਨ ਦੇਵ ਜੀ ਮਹਾਰਾਜ ਸਿੰਘਿੰਗ ਦਾ ਪ੍ਰੇਜ਼ ਆਫ ਗੋਡ ਹੀ ਸੇਜ਼ ਦੈਟ ਓ ਗੋਡ ਯਰ ਯੂ ਆਰ ਪਿਓਰ ਸੈਕ੍ਰੇਟ ਹੋਲੀ ਐਂਡ ਯਰ ਬਾਣੀ ਵਿਚ ਇਸ ਕਮਿੰਗ ਫਰਮ ਸੱਚਖੰਡ ਇਜ਼ ਆਲਸੋ ਪਿਓਰ ਸੈਕ੍ਰੇਟ ਐਂਡ ਹੋਲੀ and those who are hearing that bani which is coming from sachkan they also become pure and holy pavitram pavitram pavitra punita naam japai nanak man prita parmatma pavitra hai ਅਗਰ ਤਿੰਨ ਵਾਰੀ ਤਿੰਨ ਚੀਜ਼ਾਂ ਪਵਿੱਤਰ ਹੋਣ ਤੇ ਉਸ ਦਾ ਪਨੀਤ ਬਣ ਜਾਂਦਾ ਯਾਨੀ ਪਨੀਤ ਯਾਨੀ ਤਿੰਨ ਵਾਰੀ ਕਿਸ ਚੀਜ਼ ਨੂੰ ਪਵਿੱਤਰ ਬਣਾਈਏ ਤੇ ਯਾਨੀ ਪਨੀਤ ਬਣ ਜਾਂਦਾ ਬਾਣੀ ਦੇ ਵਿੱਚ ਪਨੀਤ ਯਾਨੀ ਸਾਰਾ ਉਦੋਂ ਵੀ ਚੰਗਾ ਇੱਕ ਪਵਿੱਤਰ ਹੋਇਆ ਇੱਕ ਪਵਿੱਤਰਾਂ ਤੋਂ ਵੀ ਪਵਿੱਤਰ ਯਾਨੀ ਪਨੀਤ ਤੋ ਨਾਮ ਨੂੰ ਕੌਣ ਜਪ ਸਕਦੇ ਹੈ ਕਿ ਜਿਨ੍ਹਾਂ ਦੇ ਮਨ ਵਿੱਚ ਪ੍ਰੀਤ ਹੈ ਜਿਹੜੇ ਪਵਿੱਤਰ ਹੈ ਆਤਮਾ ਉਹੀ ਉਸ ਨਾਮ ਨੂੰ ਜਪ ਸਕਦੀਆਂ ਹਨ ਨਹੀਂ ਤਾਂ ਸਾਡੇ ਪਾਪ ਸਾਨੂੰ ਨਾਮ ਦੀ ਤਰਫ ਆਉਣ ਨਹੀਂ ਦਿੰਦੇ ਜੀ ਨਾਮ ਜਪਣ ਵਾਲਾ ਹੀ ਮਨ ਦੇ ਨਾਲ ਮੁਕਾਬਲਾ ਕਰ ਸਕਦਾ ਹੈ ਗੋਡ ਇਜ਼ ਹੋਲੀ ਇਫ ਵੀ ਕਾਲ ਐਨੀਥਿੰਗ ਹੋਲੀ 3 ਟਾਈਮਸ ਇਟ ਬਿਕਮਸ ਦ ਮੋਸਟ holy thing or the most holy one so here he says that only he who is the most holy one can only the most holy one can do the meditation on naam and those who are pure in their hearts only they can come to the devotion of god and do the meditation guru arjan dev ji maharaj kehnde hai ki naam japna assi ki kisi de jimme aasan nahi karna naam japan lagya bojha nahi samjha naam japan lagya aalas nahi karna ਉਹ ਕਹਿੰਦੇ ਸਿਰਫ ਆਪਣੇ ਅੰਦਰ ਪਿਆਰ ਪੈਦਾ ਕਰੋ ਪ੍ਰੀਤ ਪੈਦਾ ਕਰੋ ਮੁਹੱਬਤ ਪੈਦਾ ਕਰੋ ਮੁਹੱਬਤ ਦੇ ਵਿੱਚ ਕੋਈ ਵੀ ਕੰਮ ਸਾਨੂੰ ਔਖਾ ਨਹੀਂ ਲੱਗਦਾਗਾ ਪਿਆਰ ਨਾਲ ਕੋਈ ਵੀ ਕੰਮ ਔਖਾ ਨਹੀਂ ਲੱਗਦਾਗਾ ਇਸ ਵਾਸਤੇ ਅਗਰ ਸਾਡੇ ਦਿਲ ਦੇ ਅੰਦਰ ਉਸ ਪਰਮਾਤਮਾ ਦੇ ਮਿਲਣ ਦਾ ਪਿਆਰ ਹੈ ਬਿਰੇ ਹੈ ਤੜਪ ਹੈ ਤੋ ਅਸੀਂ ਜ਼ਰੂਰੀ ਹੈ ਉਸ ਪਰਮਾਤਮਾ ਨੂੰ ਪਾਉਣ ਵਾਸਤੇ ਸੁਭਾ ਦੀ ਉਠਾਂਗੇ ਕੋਈ ਅਸੀਂ ਪਾਪ ਵੀ ਨਹੀਂ ਕਰਾਂਗੇ ਕਿਉਂਕਿ ਅਸੀਂ ਸੋਚਾਂਗੇ ਕਿ ਸਾਡਾ ਪਿਆਰਾ ਜਿਹੜਾ ਪਰਮਾਤਮਾ ਹੈ ਉਹ ਗੁੱਸੇ ਹੋ ਜਾਏਗਾ ਉਹ ਪਵਿੱਤਰ ਹੈ ਅਸੀਂ ਵੀ ਪਵਿੱਤਰ ਬਣੀਏ ਗੁਰੂ ਅਰਜਨ ਦੇਵ ਜੀ ਮਹਾਰਾਜ ਸੇਜ ਦੈਟ ਵੈਨ ਵੀ ਡੂ ਦੀ ਮੈਡੀਟੇਸ਼ਨ ਔਨ ਨਾਮ ਵੀ ਆਰ ਨਾਟ ਡੂਇੰਗ ਫੇਵਰ ਟੂ ਐਨੀਬਡੀ ਵੀ ਆਰ ਡੂਇੰਗ ਦੈਟ ਫਾਰ ਆਵਰ ਓਨ ਸੇਕ ਦੈਟ ਇਜ਼ ਵਾਈ ਵੀ ਸ਼ੁਡ ਨੈਵਰ ਬਿਕਮ ਲੇਜ਼ੀ ਇਨ ਡੂਇੰਗ ਦਾ ਮੈਡੀਟੇਸ਼ਨ ਐਂਡ ਵੀ ਸ਼ੁਡ ਨੈਵਰ ਫੀਲ ਅ ਬਰਡਨ ਆਫ ਡੂਇੰਗ ਦਾ ਮੈਡੀਟੇਸ਼ਨ ਐਂਡ for doing the meditation of naam and for doing the devotion of god we must have love for god and love for master and when we will have love for god and love for master we will definitely get up in the morning for doing the meditation because if we will have love for the master we will do anything we will do anything which which will please our master and we will become pure because we know that our god is pure our master is pure and we will know that if we will not meditate on naam or if we will do any bad thing if we will become impure our master will become displeased with us so if we have love for the master in our within 
Only then we will be afraid of him, and only then we will be able to do the devotion of God. पल पल करिए याद गुरु नु अंदर चुप चपाते एक गुरु बिन दुनिया अंदर झूठे सारे नाते मास्टर सेज दैट मोमेंट आफ्टर मोमेंट वन शुड रिमेंबर गॉड इन इज विदिन एंड कीपिंग क्वाइट इन इज विदिन शुड ऑलवेज स्पेंड शुड ऑलवेज रिमेन इन द रिमेंबरेंस ऑफ गॉड रिमेंबरेंस ऑफ मास्टर बिकॉज़ एक्सेप्ट फॉर द रिमेंबरेंस ऑफ मास्टर एवरी अदर थिंग इज फॉल्स खोल तनी गल लाया सज्जन बिथर ही ना मासा ते सज्जन सेती सज्जन मिलया जैसे खंड पतासा द मास्टर हैज एम्ब्रेस्ड मी एंड देयर इज नो डिस्टेंस बिटवीन मी एंड द मास्टर एंड नाउ आई हैव बिकम आफ्टर मिक्सिंग विद द रॉक कैंडी और आफ्टर मिक्सिंग विद द शुगर आई हैव आल्सो बिकम द शुगर देयर इज नो डिफरेंस बिटवीन मी एंड माय मास्टर तजर्बाकार जिंदगी गुजरी होंगी है उन्होंने जोखे मेले बोल होंगे है कहा गलत नहीं हों जो लोग उन्होंने बचना अपनी जिंदगी का उधार बनाते हैं और शांति अपने घर बात सत्थन पहुँच जाते हैं कथड़िया संताहे से सखाए पंदियाँ संतानिया कहानियां उन्हें लोगों के फायदेमंद होंदिया है जो उन्हनिया कहानियां अपने अमल दे विच लेंदे हन व्हाटएवर द मास्टर्स से दैट इज ऑल ट्रू एंड बिकॉज़ मास्टर्स हैव स्पेंट द एक्सपीरियंस्ड लाइफ दे हैव एक्सपीरियंस्ड लॉट इन देयर लाइफ एंड व्हाटएवर दे अटर फ्रॉम देयर माउथ इज ऑल वेट वेड एंड ऑल करेक्ट and always the words which are spoken by the master come true and those who make the words of master as the support of their life they live their life happily and easily and easily they take their soul back to sachkan their dear home and those who mold their lives according to the words of the master they get the supreme bliss and eternal happiness whatever stories the masters are saying if people take the stories of the master to their heart and work according to the words of the master they can achieve the great happiness so guru arjan dev ji maharaj kehnde hai ke santan di sharan payan wala jeev par janda hai sab apni aatma nu wapas jithon te vichhdi hai mila lenda hai jo mahatma di nindya karda hai तो वार वार ए संसार के अंदर जमदा और मरदा है सो गुरु अर्जुन देव जी महाराज यू सेज दैट वन हु टेक्स द रिफ्यूज एट द फीट ऑफ द 
saints, he gets liberated. What is the meaning of liberation? Liberation means that he takes his soul back to the place from where it was separated. He takes his soul back to Sashkan. Whereas the critic of the saint has to come in this world again and again means many times he takes birth in this world and many times he dies and goes back from this world. गुरु अर्जन देव जी महाराज इस अष्टपदी के अंदर निंदक की हालत दसते है कि निंदा करने वाले की की दुर्दशा अगे जाके होंगी है चैप्टर गुरु अर्जन देव जी महाराज इज डिस्क्राइबिंग द कंडीशन ऑफ द क्रिटिक ऑफ द सेंट लेटर ऑन ही विल टेल अस मोर अबाउट व्हाट हैपेंस टू द क्रिटिक ऑफ सेंट कोई बात छाती है उसने याद कीता याद दे अंदर बड़े-बड़े ऋषि मुनि सदे किसी ने उसने दसे आते उसे औलाद नहीं थी तेरे औलाद तब हो सकती है जो याद करें उसने उन्होंने मताबत याद कीता रिखियां मुनियों ने खाना खिलाया मालिक दी मौज उस खाने दे अंदर सब यार सिट गया अपनी उगल गया जितना भी आदमियां ने पहला खाना खाया वो सारे मर गए बादशाह दे दिल दे अंदर बड़ा ही दुख होया कि मैं तो याद अपने पले ले कीता सी लेकिन ये अच्छे आदमी मर गए है ये मेरा किस्ता पाप लेगा उसने दिल दे विच ख्याल कीता अदास होके के अदू ता अच्छा है कि जंगल में जाके तबकी करिए इस राज में छड़ दीजिए जदो बाहर गया किसी पिंड के अंदर रात कटण वास्ते उन्हें पूछा ਜੇ ਕੋਈ ਕਾਰਾ ਐਸਾ ਹੈ ਜਿਹੜਾ ਮੈਨੂੰ ਰਾਤ ਪਤਾ ਸਕਦਾ ਹੈ ਉੱਥੇ ਇੱਕ ਰੰਡੀ ਔਰਤ ਸੀ ਜਿਹਦੇ ਨਾਲ ਪੜੋਸ ਵਾਲੇ ਕਾਫੀ ਲਾਗਬਾਜੀ ਰੱਖਦੇ ਸਨ ਉਹਨਾਂ ਲੋਕਾਂ ਨੇ ਕਿਹਾ ਕਿ ਇਹ ਔਰਤ ਦੇ ਘਰੇ ਜੋ ਰਾਤ ਕੱਟ ਸਕਦਾ ਹੈ ਉਹਨਾਂ ਦਾ ਵਿਚਾਰ ਸੀ ਕਿ ਅਗਰ ਇਹ ਰਾਤ ਕੱਟੇਗਾ ਤਾਂ ਆਪਾਂ ਇਸ ਦੀਆਂ ਔਰ ਬਾਤਾਂ ਬਣਾਵਾਂਗੇ ਨਿੰਦਿਆ ਕਰਾਂਗੇ ਉਹ ਉਸ ਦੇ ਘਰੇ ਗਿਆ ਹੁਣ ਬਾਦਸ਼ਾਹ ਸੀ ਨੌਜਵਾਨ ਸੀ ਜਦ ਉਸ ਔਰਤ ਨੇ ਦੇਖਿਆ ਕਿ ਮੇਰੇ ਘਰੇ ਤਾਂ ਕਦੇ ਕੋਈ ਬੰਦਾ ਆਇਆ ਹੀ ਨਹੀਂ ਸੀਗਾ ਕਿਉਂਕਿ ਗਰੀਬ ਦੀ ਔਰਤ ਗਰੀਬ ਨੇ ਵਿਚਾਰੀ ਦੀ ਹਰੇਕ ਗੱਲ ਬਣਾਉਂਦਾ ਸੀਗਾ ਉਹ ਕਹਿਣ ਲੱਗਿਆ ਉਸਨੇ ਵੀ ਜਾ ਕੇ ਕਿਹਾ ਕਿ ਮਾਤਾ ਮੈਂ ਰਾਤ ਕੱਟਣੀ ਹੈ ਉਹ ਕਹਿੰਦੀ ਭਾਈ ਵੀਰ ਬੈਠ ਜਾ ਜੈਸਾ ਮੇਰੇ ਘਰੇ ਹੈ ਤੈਨੂੰ ਖਾਣ ਨਹੀਂ ਦੇਵਾਂਗੀ ਜਦ ਰਾਤ ਕੱਟੀ ਲੋਕ ਲੱਗੇ ਗੱਲਾਂ ਬਣਾਉਣ ਉਸ ਦੀ ਨਿੰਦਿਆ ਆਲੋਚਨਾ ਕਰਨ ਇਸਨੇ ਜਵਾਨ ਆਦਮੀ ਨੂੰ ਘਰੇ ਰੱਖਿਆ ਇਹ ਅੱਛੀ ਨਹੀਂ ਇਹ ਬਦਮਾਸ਼ ਔਰਤ ਹੈ ਹਰ ਕਿਸਮ ਦੀ ਜਦ ਨਿੰਦਿਆ ਕਰਨ ਲੱਗੇ ਉਹ ਜਿਹੜਾ ਰਿਖਿਆਂ ਮੁਨੀਆਂ ਨੂੰ ਮਾਰਨ ਦਾ ਪਾਪ ਸੀਗਾ ਉਸ ਬਾਦਸ਼ਾਹ ਦੇ ਜੁਮੇ ਉਹ ਸਾਰੇ ਉਹ ਨਿੰਦਿਆ ਵਾਲਾ ਨੇ ਚੁੱਕ ਲਿਆ ਭਗਵਾਨ ਦਾ ਭੇਜਿਆ ਹੋਇਆ ਦੂਤ ਉਸ ਬਾਦਸ਼ਾਹ ਦੇ ਕੋਲੇ ਆਇਆ ਕਹਿਣ ਲੱਗਾ ਦੇਖ ਵੀ ਬਾਦਸ਼ਾਹ ਤੇਰਾ ਜਿਹੜਾ ਪਾਪ ਸੀਗਾ ਉਹ ਇਹ ਸਾਰੇ ਲੈ ਗਏ ਐ ਔਰ ਤੂੰ ਹੁਣ ਸਰਖਰੂ ਹੈ ਤੂੰ ਜਲਦੀ ਤੋਂ ਜਲਦੀ ਇਸ ਔਰਤ ਨੂੰ ਇੱਥੇ ਲੈ ਕੇ ਨਿਕਲ ਜਾ ਭਗਵਾਨ ਦਾ ਹੁਕਮ ਹੈ ਕਿ ਇਸ ਪਿੰਡ ਨੂੰ ਛਾੜਿਆ ਜਾਏਗਾ ਕਿਉਂਕ
ਸੋ ਪਾਪੀਆਂ ਨੂੰ ਇਹੀ ਸਜ਼ਾ ਦਿੱਤੀ ਜਾਏਗੀ ਰਾਜਾ ਜਾਗਿਆ ਜਾ ਕੇ ਸੌਰਤ ਨੂੰ ਕਹਿੰਦਾ ਦੇਖ ਮਾਤਾ ਜੇ ਤੂੰ ਵਿਸ਼ਵਾਸ ਕਰੇ ਤਾਂ ਮੈਂ ਤੈਨੂੰ ਸੱਚ ਦੱਸਾਂ ਉਸਨੇ ਸਾਰੀ ਕਹਾਣੀ ਦੱਸੀ ਕਿ ਮੈਂ ਫਲਾਣਾ ਬਾਦਸ਼ਾਹ ਹਾਂ ਇਸ ਤਰ੍ਹਾਂ ਕਰਕੇ ਨਾਨ ਪਾਣੀ ਪਿਛੀਆਂ ਮੁਨੀਆਂ ਨੂੰ ਕੀਤਾ ਸੀਗਾ ਕਿ ਮੇਰੇ ਔਲਾਦ ਹੋ ਜਾਵੇ ਲੇਕਿਨ ਉਸ ਦੇ ਅੰਦਰ ਸੱਪ ਨੇ ਦਰਲ ਛੱਡ ਦਿੱਤਾ ਜ਼ਹਿਰ ਆਪਣੀ ਦਿਸ਼ ਘੋਲ ਦਿੱਤੀ ਉਹ ਸਾਰੇ ਖਾਣਾ ਖਾਣ ਵਾਲੇ ਮਰ ਗਏ ਮੈਂ ਪ੍ਰਾਸ਼ਿਤ ਕਰਨ ਵਾਸਤੇ ਰਾਜ ਨੂੰ ਛੱਡ ਦਿੱਤਾ ਕਿ ਭਗਵਾਨ ਦੀ ਭਗਤੀ ਕਰੀਏ ਤੇ ਪਾਪ ਲਏਗਾ ਮੈਂ ਇੱਥੇ ਆਇਆ ਮੈਨੂੰ ਇਹਨਾਂ ਲੋਕਾਂ ਨੇ ਮਖੌਲ ਦੇ ਤੌਰ ਦੇ ਉੱਤੇ ਤੇਰੇ ਘਰ ਭੇਜਿਆ ਲੇਕਿਨ ਤੇਰੀ ਜਿਹੜੀ ਮਹਿਮਾਨ ਪ੍ਰੋਸੀ ਸੀ ਜੀ ਤੂੰ ਮੈਨੂੰ ਆਪਣਾ ਬੇਟਾ ਸਮਝਿਆ ਭਰਾ ਸਮਝਿਆ ਮੇਰੇ ਦਿਲ ਦੇ ਵਿੱਚ ਭੈਣ ਭਰਾਵਾਂ ਵਾਲੀ ਇੱਜ਼ਤ ਹੈ ਇਸ ਤਰ੍ਹਾਂ ਦਾ ਭਗਵਾਨ ਦੀ ਕਿਚਹਿਰੀ ਦੇ ਅੰਦਰ ਜਦੋਂ ਇਹਨਾਂ ਨੇ ਨਿੰਦਾ ਕੀਤੀ ਇਹਨਾਂ ਨੂੰ ਪਾਪ ਮਿਲ ਗਿਆ ਹੈ ਔਰ ਹੁਣ ਇਹ ਦੂਤ ਆਇਆ ਹੈ ਇਹ ਮੈਨੂੰ ਕਹਿ ਰਿਹਾ ਆਪ ਨੂੰ ਨਹੀਂ ਦਿਸਦਾ ਮੈਨੂੰ ਦਿਸਦਾ ਹੈ ਕਿ ਕੇਸ ਨੂੰ ਲੈ ਜਾ ਇਸ ਪਿੰਡ ਨੂੰ ਅੱਗ ਲੱਗਣ ਵਾਲੀ ਹੈ ਅਗਰ ਤੈਨੂੰ ਵਿਸ਼ਵਾਸ ਹੈ ਮੇਰੇ ਤੇ ਕਿ ਮੈਨੂੰ ਆਪਣੀ ਭੈਣ ਜਾਂ ਮਾਤਾ ਸਮਝੇਗਾ ਕਿ ਤੂੰ ਮੇਰੇ ਨਾਲ ਚੱਲ ਸਕਦੀ ਹੈ ਉਹ ਕਹਿਣ ਲੱਗੀ ਕਿ ਭਾਈ ਇੱਥੇ ਕਿਹੜਾ ਮੈਨੂੰ ਲੋਕ ਸੁਖੀ ਰਹਿਣ ਦਿੰਦੇ ਆ ਤੇਰਾ ਧਰਮ ਜੋ ਤੂੰ ਧਰਮ ਦੀਆਂ ਗੱਲਾਂ ਕਰਦਾ ਹੈ ਰਾਤ ਵੀ ਮੇਰੇ ਕੋਲੇ ਕਹਿ ਰਿਹਾ ਮੈਨੂੰ ਕੁਝ ਨਹੀਂ ਕਹਤਾ ਮੈਂ ਚੱਲ ਤੇਰੇ ਨਾਲ ਚੱਲਦੀ ਹਾਂ ਬਸ ਜਦੋਂ ਉਹਦੇ ਨਾਲ ਸੁਰੂ ਉਹ ਤਾਂ ਆਪਣੀ ਮਾਤਾ ਭੈਣ ਬਣਾ ਕੇ ਘਰੇ ਵੀ ਮੈਂ ਤੇਰੀ ਪੂਜਾ ਕਰਿਆ ਕਰੂੰਗਾ ਲੋਕ ਬਸ ਫਿਰ ਰਹਿੰਦੀ ਹੁੰਦੀ ਜਿਹੜੀ ਸੀ ਮੈਂ ਹੋਰ ਵੀ ਲਾਗੇ ਤੋਂ ਹੁਣ ਇਹ ਮਾੜੀ ਔਰਤ ਹੈ ਇਹ ਮਾੜਾ ਬੰਦਾ ਸੀਗਾ ਬਦਮਾਸ਼ ਸੀ ਆ ਲੈ ਚੱਲਿਆ ਬਸ ਕੀ ਸੀ ਇੱਕ ਸਿਰੇ ਤੋਂ ਪਤਾ ਲੱਗਿਆ ਕਿ ਉਹ ਅੱਗ ਲੱਗ ਗਈ ਦੂਜੇ ਪਾਸੇ ਲੱਗਿਆ ਉਧਰ ਲੱਗ ਗਈ ਉਧਰ ਲੋਕ ਬੁਝਾਉਣ ਦੇ ਦੂਜੇ ਪਾਸੇ ਲੱਗ ਗਈ ਸੋ ਕਹਿਣ ਦਾ ਪਹਾੜ ਗੁਰੂ ਨਾਨਕ ਸਾਹਿਬ ਕਹਿੰਦੇ ਆ ਸੌ ਪਾਪੀ ਦਾ ਫੇੜਿਆ ਨਿੰਦਕ ਦੇ ਸਿਰ ਪਹਾੜ once there was a king who didn't have any children somebody told him that if he would perform the yajna and do some religious things he, he might get a son so he performed a big yajna in which he invited many religious people and many rishis and gurus like that but it so happened that one snake came and left his poison in the food which was cooked for all the people who were invited there and when the people ate that food they all died so the king became very sorry for them and he king, king became very sad and he became so much sad and he thought that mm-hmm. now i am the sinner i am the reason for the death of all these people it is better for me now to give up the kingdom and go in the wilderness and do the devotion of god so that i may become free from the sin of the death of all these people so he went in the forest for doing the devotion of god on the way we'll save the rest of the story for next week it's long our closing bhajan is a sanji's bhajan anake devarayute on page 214 we have come and sat at your door my giver please take care of your souls my giver please take care of your souls call conquers the souls to throw in the hells He assumes many forms to entangle the souls. Oh my giver, for God's sake, please hear the cry of the suffering ones and save us. The darkness of falsehood has covered the world. Truth has fled away to the skies. Religion and mercy are terrified and confused. Oh my giver, during the difficult time, please ask of our condition. 
At all places, Kal has laid traps which are difficult to break. O Satguru, my giver, gracious to the poor, please save us in the court of the Lord. Hail, beloved Sawan and Kirpal, for you cool the heated ajayb in moments. O my giver, please give darshan to the Sangat. May we never forget your beneficial deeds. We have come and sat at your door, my giver. Please take care of your souls, my giver. Please take care of your souls. A bhajan of Sanchi's on page 214. <laughs> Sorry, I'm 
जल जो विचाए तू तने मुहाने सारिया जंगा बेयुते पाए पामे कालने जल जो Chayana ke machai mere da paya Sadguru dina deyal mere da paya Apni aru anu Come and sat at your door, my giver. Please take care of your souls, my giver. Please take care of your souls. May God continue to bless us all. <clears throat> 